MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. and running on a Friday night from the Circus Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas. Sean King back after a night out in the city, getting to know the people, letting uh, call in some high school football, and we have friends here, Sean. We do. We have friends, of course. Many people know this beautiful mug, Eric Eager. He's been on our show like 3,000 times in the entire network, but also from PFF as well. Ben Brown has joined us in studio. Uh, they made the trek from lovely Cincinnati, Ohio, to uh, sign up for the Circa Millions. Nice. So there nice. you guys are. We have to give proof. You guys, uh, what, three entries in the Circa Millions. But as we learn, breaking news, no Survivor entry. So let us know why Circa Millions, but no Circa Survivor. I hung out with you guys for the last hour. Ben was the one that made that decision. So, <laughs> I did, Ben, I what do you think? The, I honestly think there's... Uh, quite a bit more variance and randomness in the Survivor Millionaire, and it's something that uh, we've actually never uh, really probably correctly modeled or even done correctly, so I think yeah. uh, we have no edge whatsoever. So I think that's probably the main reason. It is something that I think if you have probably the right game theory, the right understanding of uh, you know the direction of where people are actually going to pick certain you know teams and things like that, uh, there might be a slight edge, but... Uh, right now, I just don't think we have one, so I'm not going to spend the money. So you guys went with three entries into Circa Millions, um, and uh, that'll make uh, our friend, uh, of course, Derek Stevens, very happy. 
Uh, they are, uh, as Sean eloquently asked, uh, you know, a couple months ago, Sean, what was, what's, what, what was your line? What I asked? What would you ask Derek? What's the guarantee? Oh, what's the guarantee? My oh. God, man! I mean, you go, you 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 go call I mean, listen, one high school football game, uh, you forget your line from when your, your face, commercial. When your face is everywhere, billboards, <laughs> commercials. I mean, you gotta be more specific, man. Come on. Jeez. But the guarantee for circa millions, of course, went up from four to six million dollars last year. It was six millions for the survivor, and you know, based off of just predictions, right now we had Vegas Maddie, a, a very notable proxy here in Las Vegas, and. They believe, I guess, that they will have no uh, overlay when it comes to Survivor, but an overlay when it comes to... So explain millions to me, because I've millions. never played millions. So, so millions is... If you guys want to give it, but it's, it's yeah. five. It's So it's going to be stale lines at... at uh, Thursday. Thursday, I think they, they, they'll announce them, usually on VEASAN. And it will be a line, and then you have to have your picks in by what, Saturday? Uh, it depends, obviously, on your proxy and everything else. I do think there is probably a slight advantage for people in Vegas. Yeah. Smith picks a little bit later. But if you have a proxy, it's usually Saturday afternoon around you know 12 Pacific time. I think you have to have your picks. And it's five picks uh, against the spread. Uh, and it's basically, yeah, best, best man staying. And the other nice thing, outside of the layover factor, is uh, I think there was roughly like 750 people who didn't submit yes. picks every single week as well. So there is a little bit of an added benefit of, not necessarily layover, but um, people not necessarily making all their picks, which you don't really get in the Survivor. Now, millions contest, so. is college or NFL? NFL. Okay, yeah. so it's picking five NFL games. Every week. Against, against the, spread. the spread. Yep, five games against yeah, the spread. There's like a really interesting kind of like game theory thing where the lines are posted on Thursday. By the time you get to the deadline, they're stale. So then you can kind of say, okay, well, if this game, so, you know, there was all the, and, and granted, like all these games lost, but like last year you had the Colt McCoy games with Arizona. You had the da uh, Cooper Rush, Dak Prescott game in Minnesota, and that game goes from Dallas, what, minus two and a half to, like, Dallas plus four and a half, and, like, you can take the two and a half with the Vikings in that game, and, you know, sort of the question is, is, like, or you could lay the two and a half at Dallas, and they if they happen to win, you're one of, like, three people who takes that one game. You know, I, I remember our first year doing it, 2018, there was one where Rodgers got hurt week one against the Bears, they came back and won after being down 20 nothing, but it's still like his knee was still kind of messed up. The Vikings, I think, were ending up favored by six or seven in week two because they weren't sure about Rodgers. And it's like if you laid the six or seven with the Vikings, you were going to be one of like two or three people who had done that. And so if they actually did it, then you're a game ahead of everybody versus mm -hmm. if you just take the points with the Packers, which, by the way, the Packers, that game was a tie game, so the Packers won against the spread. But if you take that game with the Packers, you're not gaining anything on the field. So, like, that that's kind of the really, you know, fun part of this whole thing is not only picking winners, but also picking games and, and sides that other folks don't have. And unlike Survivor, which the winner is not selected until everybody's eliminated right. or the season yeah. ends, Millions is a quarterly. They have quarterly prizes. So explain the quarterly prizes. So there's different pots each quarter, and we'll have Derek on, and, and he can, you know, tell us a little bit more about it. But each quarter, so after every four games, depending on where you are in those standings, obviously there's a season-long total, but there's prizes for each quarter. And what Derek was talking about, guys, which was interesting, is he was imploring people to do two entries and just do the opposite of both. So in theory, if you had a 17-3 and three quarter, then you would have a 3-17 and 17 quarter, and he had, and the circa gives out a booby prize as well. Yeah, so, yeah, the worst. so, yeah, so yeah, you, yeah. in theory, 
could potentially, if you're red hot, then your faded picks would be awful and you would have the potential to uh, win both prizes. Or vice versa. Well, that, if you're that's just terrible. Or if you're terrible, yeah. Then you could, you know, you could luck into... I'm trying to be more, into, yeah, yeah. I'm to be more, opti- I'm to be more optimistic <laughs> well, like, today, Sean. When I, when I was a college professor, there was a, there was a colleague of mine who gave out... He, sa- he, he said, look, if you have a 10-question you have a ten question quiz, if you get 0 out of 10, I'll give you an A for the whole class. Right. But then, of course, if you try to go 0 for 10 and you miss, you go 1 for 10 and you get 10% on the class. So, like, I think that that's, like, the tricky thing about trying to, like... You know that that's a hard part about fading other people and so on. One of the calculus, you know, you know, decisions we made was okay. How many entries do we want in college pride? You know, college uh, contests because you know there some of them are eight games, some of them are five, and then like, but there's 65 college games. So like, yeah. you try to permute through those, and you're like, man, there's there might not be an edge on you know 65 choose eight type of games. Whereas the NFL, it's more. It is it, the NFL handicapping contest in a 16 game week you're not necessarily finding five games where you like an edge. Right. You're finding five games that you think other folks are not going to bet into. And I think having multiple entries there can kind of help you, you know, permute through those different circumstances. Permute. I learned a word. Why is a professor? It's a yeah. math. It's yeah. a math. He's, word, he's, a, right? he's a professor. Uh, we got Ben Brown from like pro it. football focus. And of course our good friend, Eric eager, by the way, uh, we need a, to let the, the people know uh, as he was tweeting out at PFF underscore Eric, uh, you are on the Argos tonight, the Toronto Argonauts, who now lead 37 to 19. Uh, they were trailing when we walked into the sports book here tonight. 16, so, 16-10, uh, I think. I think Ben it? Ben rocking his uh, Argo shirt basically because they have <laughs> we that, have the Argo colors on. Yeah, yeah. they're, they're they had that UNC feel. So uh, well done, gentlemen. 37-19. We got that on the studio for you. So. Uh, we're feeling good there. Uh, look, Tim Brown's getting interviewed over there. Uh, the Raiders are playing in town. Uh, Seahawks and Cowboys. Um, yeah, th- th- a lot of things I want to hit on with you guys, obviously, you know, as we go through. But when it comes to the college football uh, pick'ems, that's uh, a William Hill contest here in in town. Uh, the pot went from down from a million to $500,000 guaranteed. Uh, still thought to be a good chance of an overlay there. It was a pretty significant overlay. You know, the interesting thing about the William Hill contest uh, on two folds. It's there are no everything has a hook. So no matter what, there's no pushes, yeah. uh, which is which is can be a, a good thing or a bad thing. And the second thing is you don't get the full slate. They give you 30 games. So it's usually most. But if you like the deep dive and let's say the Sun Belt or the Mountain West and it doesn't start till week two. So no games in week one. So it's a it's a challenge. I did it last year. Uh, I think I finished like 95th. So no money for for your boy. I think I was like forty one and thirty nine. You have one bad week, you're in you're in a right. whole lot of trouble. Yep. And that's the nice thing about Circa Millions is if you do have a, a bad week, you, at least you know you could have the quarterly prizes. Yep. You know as as the year goes on. Right, and you can also you can also switch your strategy and maybe go for that bounty yeah. uh, option or whatever. Which I also think yeah, I mean I also think that apps that you know adds an element of these people maybe not necessarily they are submitting picks but they're not trying as much as they should or something but you have if you want to be if you want to be eligible for the booby prize you gotta submit your picks you can't just say oh i'm not gonna pick it well that wouldn't be fair so that is the funny thing i think that derek told us there was a guy whoever won the booby prize last year it was in week one or two they had a bad week and they said all right completely changed their strategy and went for losing every week yeah, I think that that's probably it, right? Though, because like the statistical chance that you actually, you know, starting from five and zero, your statistical chance of winning is 
you know, better, of yeah. course. But 0-5, it's almost minuscule. You're almost better off. Like, you know, if you can pick winners, you can pick losers. That's like the, you know, the whole the whole part of it. So if you like just get unlucky in week one, last year in week one of the NFL season, I want to say how many how many underdogs won straight out? It was something like 12 out of 16 right. won you know, or covered and then like nine something. of, yeah, it was it, it, like, so if you were laying favorites in week one of 2021, you got killed right. in, in the NFL and, and who knows what it'll be like this year. Be interesting to see. I, I, you know, this is the first year where we're going to have like kind of full on fans, no COVID, none, you know, it'll be interesting to see sort of how the league wide environment changes. Man, I have a homeboy who's the unluckiest person I've ever met in my life. I don't think I'm going to get him an entry and trick him. Right. Yeah. Like, pick the five Give me that your you know these locks. I want your locks. And I probably win the booby like that. Well, I mean, you got you. Everyone has that friend who's, you know, Johnny Square. And yeah. you're like, whatever they pick, you're like, I'm just going. Yeah, you got to find I'm that guy and let way. him do an entry. <laughs> we, found, we found it for him. Uh, I'm looking back at week one last year. Uh, and, and we'll get into this year. But this, this is uh, fascinating to me. So Pittsburgh won at Buffalo. They were right. a dog. Um, Jacksonville or Houston won as a home dog. That was a Sean special there. Uh, Arizona crushed Tennessee yep, as, as a, a dog, as a dog. Yeah. Uh, the chargers closed at a dog as at the, uh, vaunted, uh, FedEx field with and a, all those road teams, sense. all make everybody you've sense, mentioned right? so far was a road team last year. Philadelphia, Philadelphia won at Atlanta. That's uh, oh, yeah. mad memories from Sean there. So yeah, uh, the dogs were barking week one. I want to take a look at. I know you guys aren't in it. You're in Circa Millions. Sean's going to be in Survivor. I think week one this year, guys, is going to be quite the challenge. Who to Super select easy. in week one? It is the nightcap. We've got friends in studio all night right here on Visa. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. 
Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s... I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, 
We've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back in. This segment of the Nightcap is being presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that have helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. Zen understands there isn't one right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline is a little different. Everyone's on their own journey. But whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step toward change, Zen will be there for you. Check out Zen Nicotine Pouches at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N. Dot com. Warning, this product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Alongside Sean King, I'm Tim Murray. Friends in the house all night long. Jared Smith going to join us. Second hour, of course, Derek Stevens will join us uh, along with Banksy and Big Balls in the final hour of the show. But we've got Eric Eager and Ben Brown from Pro Football Focus. You can follow both these gentlemen at PFF underscore Eric and at PFF underscore Ben Brown. Um so you guys, once again, supporting the hat, uh, Circa Millions. There it is. They have uh, three three entries for. Uh, is it so? Let me ask: Is it just you two, or is it Team PFF? It's just us. It's just, just the two of you. Too. We should have gotten. We would have gotten with the PFF brand if we would have in our entry. I should have asked Chris, but then I didn't want to give any of the money to Chris. Right. Yeah, I was gonna say you gotta We're be careful with this. With yeah, this is our entry thing, you yeah. know. I don't think because Cr- it doesn't really matter until it matters. Right. Yeah. 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 Right. yeah. And I don't think Chris needs the money. He doesn't need the money like we need. The money. He's doing okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm just. I mean, is George just like combing his hair and he's just too too good looking to, to well, make his way out here or something? Right. He hasn't. Yeah. Yeah. George. 
you know, George Shahuri, for those who do not know, uh, of course, the the better half or the worse half, however you want to look at it, of the PFF he's podcast. Half of it, yeah, yeah he's half of it. For sure. Um, all right. I, you guys aren't in Survivor because you said, you know, you felt like. Well, the, because I'm in it. History. That's the yeah, main we don't reason. That is probably the main We don't want to compete. I mean, why would you get in the tournament with the GOAT? I mean, you're I mean, basically playing for second. I mean, think about it this way, guys. He made it all the way to week two last year. I mean, that was pretty impressive. Hey, man, he got out of week one. setback for a major who comeback. Your, who is your uh, week one? So I lost week one. I liked Atlanta last year at home, playing an Eagles team, coming off of a tumultuous offseason, you know, the right. whole Carson Wentz, right. Jalen Hurts, and the Falcons laid down. And then I lost week two. I had Raiders short week flying cross country to play Pittsburgh, who had just beaten Buffalo. And Derek Carr turned into prime Tom Brady. Right. Well, yeah. he had he had the whole like he got hurt laying dead on the field. Yeah, where we thought back. we were going to get Nathan Peterman. Yeah. Derek Carr comes back Willis yeah. Reed style, throws a seventy yard. Yeah. Bomb he could to, miss. He could to, miss. To Third Ruggs. and seventeen, no problem. Yeah, yeah, no problem. I mean, the biggest <laughs> issue you had is you bet in the big pen. And Never you know what? And you know what? In hindsight, and again. I was a rookie in Survivor. I had never played a Survivor-style tournament before, so there were some opinions. Like, you know, I always tell people this. It's like when you've been expecting, you know, an opportunity to get a job, and you get it, and you have all these ideas about what you're going to do when you get there, and then you find out, eh, that's probably not the greatest idea. Yeah. So that was kind of was me in circle last year. I got talked out of oh my God. the game I really liked in Week 2. Which was a horrible. I wanted which was to a take horrible, the Washington hor- football team on Thursday night versus the Giants. I don't care that they had to, you know, get an extra redo on a, a field goal or whatever happened at the yeah, end of the, the game. The Giants made a field goal, but because they were inept, yeah, they right. uh, committed a false start. I would have been the week three if I had stuck with my gut and I listened to all of the noise and, and, and did something that ultimately got me knocked out. But I also made another mistake. I didn't get all six entries. I, I am getting six, six entries this year. I have one dedicated to the Falcons and one dedicated to the Jets. So, so you just you're, you're just fading the opposite of those teams, basically. Yes. Every single week. So I'm playing, going. Right? The, the Jets and the Falcons no, do not double up in the first nine weeks. They don't have. They don't play the same opponent twice. I will have one entry on each one of them to start the year zero and nine. So I want to go through, and we've done this a bunch, but, <laughs> but I'm curious. I'm curious to get your guys' thoughts because I, I think Week One, and you know, Captain Goat over there will will say it's easy, but super I, easy. I think gotta, you, you might have to use a good team. So Buffalo and the Rams obviously open up on Thursday night now. The the option you could do here if you have countless cash uh, is you can put six entries in, do three on Buffalo, three on the Rams. You oh. are you are insured three, and then you could add three more uh, heading into the weekend. I'd rather go zero and six by picking six splitting. different teams than then automatically lose three. But you can add those three back because it's Thursday. Because it's Thursday, so you could add three more. Heading into the weekend, you can rebuy. Uh, and I didn't you realize have, you that. could have nine. So you would have had nine entries. Uh, you would have been. But what's short the through. benefit to that? Because you know you're going into week two. Yeah. Because week one's hard. But I mean, uh, uh, ace capper like myself, you know. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think the I think the play week one is def- definitely the Denver Broncos. Minus they started off minus four. On the road went out to minus Seattle. six. Seattle is not a good football team. It has not been priced into the market how bad they are actually going to be in 2022. I am maybe uh, the biggest Geno Smith or Geno, yeah, Geno truther basically, but there's no way Denver's losing that game. They well, might not cover six now, but I think they're going to get it. And done. that's the crazy thing about this week. You're either taking. So this is how prepared I am, just just to go back against what you said. Oh, well, one of the 
kind of unique wrinkles, ankles, angles, wrinkles that Survivor Pits. Okay. See, I pulled it up. I've already isolated. On Thanksgiving, there are three games. Bills, Lions, Giants, Cowboys, Patriots, Vikings. That's its own standalone week. On Christmas, it's Packers, Dolphins, Broncos, Rams, Bucks, Cardinals. You got to find a winner there. Kind of and plan it out. Right. right. So you kind of, I feel like you need to have two teams available for both of those days. You can't be stuck with Thanksgiving and have to take Detroit. Yes, right. That would not like, be good. That's that's that's. I, I love the line. But you also don't want to get stuck with the Bills and something happens to Josh Allen or you know like because injuries in this are are a significant yeah. part of this sport. I think getting to Thanksgiving and you still have the Bills, you're in a good spot. So I thought the Cowboys would be my play, but I mean with with nope. Tyron Smith going down right. and you, who knows me, Mike McCarthy might be fired by that point. Who who knows? Cowboys are a pick 'em to be a disaster every year, right? Like every year they're it's. I 50-50. think Minnesota. Because I think I like Minnesota. I'm buying it. I'm yeah. buying it. I that think game. having that fresh air in the building is huge. Because Zimmer had gotten stale, especially right. to the offensive guys. You know, kind of just, you know, he's not a bad coach, but he was who he was. He didn't really evolve and change as the environment around him was changing. So to get a young guy coming from Look at you the back McVay at my guy, system, Kirk. I'm really talking about O'Connell more than Kirk. Okay. O'Connell, yeah. by the way, yeah. I've said this on this show a number of times. O'Connell is the coach of the year to back. Yeah, I agree. That's the play on the Vikings. That, I would that, say that, for that's sure. how you Outside bet the of the Vikings. Survivor contest, if you think the Vikings are going to do it this year, it's going to be Kevin. Because if Green Bay, so think how about is, this. how is he going to win? Because they win the coach division. Of the year if the Saints are going to the Super Bowl, this is going to be well, Dennis Allen. Well, you don't know that the Saints are going to the Super Bowl. I already have Buffalo, New Orleans, and the Listen, Super Bowl. But Sean, it's a regular season award. So yeah. if the Vikings <laughs> win the <laughs> NFC I, I don't North, find Dennis Allen at that, that's thirty-five I'm to one joking. or so. I'm like, just joking. But like, but you I'm think a about Saints guy too this year. I'm all in on the Saints. But, but you think about the the Dennis Allen one's interesting because the Saints with Sean Payton. Every, I think Sean Payton is worth more than the market's pricing in. I like agree. I think Sean Payton's a genius, right? And like so he's gone, but but because that offense hasn't been great for a couple of years, they're all like, "Oh, he must have sucked," right? And Dennis Allen's a great defensive coach and that defense has been great. So let me give you some context on why I'm still high on the Saints because Carmichael was with Payton the entire time yeah. he was in New right. Orleans and he's now the OC. So there is no change from a terminology, philosophy standpoint. Remember, this is the same system Joe Brady took to LSU, got him an OC job. So, like, he has, like, a tree of guys. So can he be as creative on game day? We'll find that out. But at least it's not like Kamara, Mike Thomas, these guys that have been there have to all of a sudden learn a brand-new system or, or, or new nuances to how the system works. Well, and plus, you old Bucks quarterbacks stay together. Yeah, right? you hang oh, together. Oh, Jameis is my guy. And, and Jameis, and Jameis, <laughs> you know, my 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 favorite long shot bet that I've ever hit was Jameis to lead the league in passing oh. yards in 2019. It could happen again. And he, well, I don't know I if don't they're gonna they have, take they're not gonna have the volume, but right. I think Jameis, we're gonna be surprised at how good Jameis. I'm is. not. He was 14 and three interception uh, touchdown yeah. in INTs last year. That team, See, Jameis is one of those guys who's never gonna get enough credit until you just can't deny it. For whatever right. reason, people just don't really like Jameis. There are other guys who kind of can really not be that good, and people will be like, "Oh yeah, he's cool." Like, like Carson Kurt, Wentz is like in the Jameis Winston category. Like he threw Jameis 27. Is better than him. Absolutely, yes. but I'm just saying he threw 27 touchdowns and seven picks last year, and people <sighs> act like Stop. it was the other way around. <laughs> yeah, right. But the, the thing with Jameis Winston is that you know he Jameis Winston would be it would have been a star 20 years ago, back when high yards per attempt, 
high interceptions, high touchdowns was the rage. Think about their Nowadays, weapons. it's just not that way. But Mike Thomas, was, if he can get yeah. healthy, he's better Chris Olave looked really Chris good. Chris Olave, they brought in Jarvis Landry. Alvin Kamara is not going to get suspended. They're not going to address that situation. Right. After, like, right. they have and a good de- And a good defense really? where you're yeah. not going to be killed. top five defense, yeah. right? So, yeah. I understand the hype on the Saints. You haven't bet him. I've bet them. And who knows? Who knows where Brady really was for two weeks? So I mean, I'm as much as it pains me to say. Well, look, I mean, I mean, they've lost four of the three interior linemen. They lost the three you know about. Then the guy that was going to fill in just got hurt for the year. I mean, what else could go wrong in Tampa? Russell Gage hasn't practiced yet, right? So plus three twenty-five. Bring it on home, Saints to win the division. Who dat? Who dat? All right, more with the Pro Football Focus gentlemen, Ben Brown, Eric Eager. See, I make Eric do two segments when he's at home. I'm just going to force him to do a full hour when he's in the studio. It's the Nightcap here on Visa. This is the Nightcap on Visa, the sports betting network. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN, and there's my read. Pocket cash with popular picks. Join Levi's 501 Pop Culture Pools for free and answer questions for a shot at a share of $10,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Levi's. Now to get in on the action, Levi's buy better, wear longer. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN. Ben Brown, Eric Eager from Pro Football Focus, joining us here in studio. Of course, Sean King, Tim Murray with you, uh, Jared Smith in studio, hour two, Derek Stevens in studio, and crew in the final hour. All right, gentlemen, let's kind of do, I don't want to say rapid fire, but let's let's throw some teams out there, fade, follow, pass, kind of your thoughts heading into this season. And I'll start near and dear, Ben, to Mr. Eager's heart, the Detroit Lions. My partner over there, not buying the hype right now on hashtag restore the roar. So the win total still sits at six and a half over under pass on the Lions. So the juice has gone from basically minus 110 to minus 125. We're starting to see the roar being restored on the marketplace there. Sean, I look at this schedule, right? And I see your commanders, a Vikings team they beat last year. Seahawks, who are terrible. Patriots, who could be bad. bad. Dolphins, Bears twice, Giants, Jets, Jaguars, Panthers. And look, I know all these teams are looking at Detroit on their schedule and saying, oh, look, we get to play the Lions. Packers week 18. Last year, Packers week 18. They sat everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, like, look, when it comes to getting the seven wins, I mean, if if we're playing spades, I see three and a possible. I mean, I'm going to give them Seattle in week four. I want to give them the Bears and Jets, but those are both road games. Well, they and play the Bears twice. I know, but I'm talking about the, yeah, the road game at the Bears. What they go on the road last year? Yeah. Ofer? Yeah. I don't think they want a road It's all game. part of the journey, Sean. I know. I'm just saying. So, like, when people get excited about the Lions, like, this is historical, like, failure that you're trying to overcome. Like, a team that didn't win any road games last year is all of a sudden supposed to now, you know, win three. The following season, I just I don't has the roster changed? I mean, last time the I Rock, looked, Aiden the, Hutchinson. I guess. well, like last last. So the offensive line for Detroit, not to joke about, like 
they have three, pretty good. They have three first round picks. They didn't play at all together yeah. last year. So like uh, Ragnow at center, Decker at they've left They've invested tackle, a lot and, in their own line. Yes, but they've all played well. They just were all injured at one point last year. You look at the first game of the the uh, uh, preseason. They were manhandling the Falcons. Like, they, don't, they don't have a top twenty running back. You don't think DeAndre Swift is top twenty? Did, running did back? you not? Did you not hear? Him getting yelled at for missing the hole, like I didn't hear that. Yeah, but Jamal Williams, guess, hard but... Knocks. Jamal Williams has been a running back for a productive. And he's a great offense. story. Can't catch. He's never had a thousand yard season. What I'm about just, what I'm, about wide what about wide receiver? I really love he... Armand. However, if he goes for a thousand, this should be his first time. But I really like him. Thinking about him as a sleeper fantasy selection too on right. one of my teams. DJ Chark's a thousand yard receiver no, he's, for he's, Jacksonville. He's not, come on, the, the question is Jamison Williams, right? And how quickly do they? Actually well, I'm not even back, factoring him in because I, I would he's imagine back early enough, he doesn't so. play this year. He's playing. This he's year. playing. Nah. He, he'll be there week five. He'll so. be there week nah. three. Wait, why? Well, if you're the Lions, trying to go to the Super Bowl, but if you're the Lions, why? Well, because I mean, why? Do you think Dan Campbell, that meathead, is going to allow someone to sit out the year? Come on now. Well, I think I think true. one of the key <laughs> handicaps when you're looking at teams that are lined to be bad, right? So take Jacksonville, take Chicago, take Detroit, you know, Washington, New York. Look at their next year. Look at like the incentive for them to succeed. The Bears, they have the biggest cap room in the NFL next year. They do. I don't even know if they're trying this year, right? Why would they? Doesn't look like it. Jacksonville is over the cap next year. We know Jacksonville's trying. Sure. Detroit, I mean, everybody looks at Hard Knocks. Everybody looks at Dan Campbell. Everybody either says, look, if you don't show up this year and win some football games, you're just going to be thought of as a clown. This team is actually going to try. Now, granted, again, that's only half the handicap. Every single year when you're betting an over on a team with a win total of six and a half, you have to have make two bets. You have to make the bet that they're trying, and you have to make the bet that they're going to be good. And at least I think... <laughs> I think it's a lock that Detroit's going to try. I think it's 60-40 that they're going to be good, and that's enough for me to take over. I, just, I mean, that, I, that entire 40% is basically Jared Goff. But, but I mean, Goff has been problem is, yeah, Goff has been great when you gave him protection, right? Like those Rams teams that gave him protection, that's a Super Bowl quarterback. My thing I is, think the drop-off from McVay to, you know, is going to be – I don't think we can compare Jared Goff and the Rams to Jared Goff. And Mr. Brown, I'm, I mean, defensively, I mean, I know Rodrigo is like the talk of hard right. knocks, but it's not like they got proven guys over there. Like, they're still depending on the cornerback they selected. They still hadn't done anything. They don't have a pass rush. I know they drafted Hutchinson, but. Charles Harris was really good last year. Yeah, he's okay. What do you mean, was four sacks on the year? But he was very, he got, he got I, a lot of pressure. I know. I'm just, I, you, see, you look at statistics based on what could have happened. I look at statistics based on what happened. Yeah. And it's it's not like a right or wrong. It's just, you know, right. when you're looking at it, you know, that's the angle that you guys use to kind of project, and it's a really good one. You know, it's why the uh, Falcons think that the uh, – I'm drawing a blank on the D-lineman. Yeah, yes, that yeah. he's going to yeah. all of a sudden that's turn it. into a double-digit sack guy. Yeah, right. And he had like right. three, you know. So yeah. I get it. I'm just saying six, seven wins is a lot. The Commanders in Week Two, if they beat Washington in Week Two, no chance. Man, the Commanders That's got the, the MVP one. on the team. Who's that? Sam Howell. Yeah, yeah. he's not going to be starting. By, in week by two. the way, That's if a... like this is the crazy thing, if your Commanders, Tim, don't don't don't, don't look at me had, with that. Had had just trust the process, right? Trust the process, and just like gone into the draft, they're starting a good young quarterback in Week One. Right. Instead, they got Wentz, who I know you like, and I. I think Wentz is kind of like he's one better of the, than Heineke, when, and that's the gamble they're making, right? Like I he's better know. than Heineke and Brian Robinson. I have my, I have my reservations. Than... <laughs> yeah. I was way. his biggest fan, but I broke down all of his throws 
Like, I mean, the Kansas City game was. He just, he does something that if I was the quarterback coach in Washington, we might actually fist fight on the sideline. I mean, like, I, I'm okay, just telling you, you, like, I would grab him by his, I, you think, I'm so serious here. I would grab him by his face mask. If you throw the ball sidearm again for no reason, I am going to punch you directly in the throat. That, that's his biggest issue. The majority of his right. misses, clean pocket, nothing going on. I mean, you can tell he's got all these quarterback coaches in it the whole time. He thinks he's Mahomes. Yeah. He's throwing the ball off platform when he doesn't have to. If you look at his misses, almost 100% of them are from that arm angle. And I'm just, oh, I would grab He also him. just gives up on plays that I think are bad. Like, it's, like, there was the one play where he said, like, this last week, where he said, like, you know, I, I knew I was supposed to get rid of the ball. And the blitz came, and I just like froze. And it's yeah. like you can't. That's that's part of quarterback play that you just can't have. He is better than Heineke. I bought I so much stock, though I can't all, sell it. All right Sean now. would say twenty-seven over seven, twenty-seven over seven. Yeah. And then I told him, "Why don't you do a deep dive?" He does a deep dive. Where's he at now? I, I haven't given up. I'm just saying. Yeah, because you put your money where your mouth yeah, is. Yeah, that's You've got why, a horrible cigar. What, what bed. really, what really gives me comfort is I know Sam Howell is the best quarterback in this draft class. That includes Penny, well, Kenny Pickett. Here's the thing for those listening. Here, here's the wonderful thing. In case I wasn't talking into the microphone, I got, Sam I got, Howell I got is Sean, the best quarterback I got out of this Sean past draft. To make a cigar bet with me that Mitch Trubisky or Carson Wentz. Make the Pro Bowl. Oh, that's easy. That's a done deal. Have you? Do you see the reports today out of Pittsburgh Man. that Kenny Pickett might be the starter yeah, week one? Yeah, it's not happening. First of all, what he doesn't realize is that all the guys that deserve to be in the Pro Bowl are going to opt out anyway. Right. So it's going to get to. Well, I mean, Teddy, Teddy, <laughs> 16th guy. Teddy Bridgewater's right. made a Pro Bowl. Matt Trevor, Jones made right. a Pro Bowl Tre last year. Trevor, Jones Trevor be... Simeon made a Pro Bowl. Right. Once. Like this is on, Kenny man. Pickett's got a better shot of making the Pro Bowl than Mitch Trubisky. Hey, why, does this why, year. why didn't do this when I was playing? Like when I was playing, you couldn't get a guy. <laughs> no, that, right? I mean, you couldn't get far and these guys not to go to the Pro Bowl, right. man. <laughs> Who wins? Uh, let's uh, NFC or yeah, NFC AFC North. Who do you like in Ooh. that division? Cincinnati, I think, is actually going to win it. And I think they are a pretty good price to the point where you could still bet them. Uh, everyone wants to buy into this Super Bowl hangover type curse. From our perspective, that's there's just there's just not a lot there, right? And I do think that's impacting their market price to the point where they just show a ton of value. Got better at every single weak spot that they had last year, and I do think that they have all the capabilities of running it back once. Again. So let me ask you a question: Joe Burrow still hasn't practiced. No, he's back. Oh, he's back now. Yeah, Lyle back. Collins missed almost all the training camp. The Kappas missed a whole bunch of time. Jesse Bates still hasn't practiced. Like that's my only thing with them. Well, and and look at their schedule. I mean, like if you it's, look, it, you look at the final. And I I live in Cincinnati. I love doing their games. Their their schedule at the end of the season is like Buffalo, Tampa, right. Kansas City, Ravens, yeah. uh, a Browns team that right. might have Deshaun Watson. Uh, you know. Uh, Bill, like it, it, there's a lot there. There, Titans, Steelers, yeah. like after their buy, they go into their buy. They better run up the score yeah. before. The and Benjamin, buy. I wouldn't talk anybody off of Cincy. I just really think ten to one on the Steelers is ludicrous. Yeah, the the thing, the the what you want to bet in this division is either you want to bet Bengals Super Bowl and Lamar Jackson MVP. Those are the two long shot bets that I like in this one because I think Lam the Ravens are not going to reach the promised land unless Lamar Jackson is an MVP player. And so to me, that's the bet to make. They don't have to win the Super Bowl, but he can win MVP. And for the Bengals, I think like if they get through that, that Myrie clay, that is their last part of their uh, schedule, they're a Super Bowl. Final segment with these two fine gentlemen hanging out with us in Vegas, maybe a little 
week zero college football discussion. Throw that out there, too. It's the Nightcap here on VEASAN. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, 
Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Draft like no other, wine like no other. Play free during the PGA Tour with Mayomi. Dare to play unrivaled golf series. Enter five free contests to take your shot at a share of $25,000 in total 
cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Mayomi. Now to join the action. Mayomi, flavor forward. 21 and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. These fine gents hang kind enough to hang out for a couple segments. Yeah, Eric Eager. You guys, man. Ben Brown, make Big sure to follow us. them. Uh, Pro Football Focus, My great guy. work as always. Eric has uh, always been kind enough to us, and now we we added to the group. Uh, ben Brown joining us as well with the big college football betters. Right. We're gonna get uh, we're gonna get some thoughts on Week Zero. Those lines have gone bonkers. But a couple quick hitters here on, on the uh, on the NFL. Uh, you had a tweet earlier today, Eric. We're gonna put it up on the screen about the about the NFL. See, the NFC is bad enough without thinking about the possible <laughs> Niners Lance implosion, Stafford's elbow, Brady's supporting cast, and Green Bay's wideouts, not to mention Dallas. That's the case for basically any NFCS team, in parentheses, to make the playoffs other than Chicago and Seattle. Well put. You should have, like, the flames emoji after that, the, uh, the fire emoji. So, with all that being said... Who's an NFC team that you think, I mean, I know hashtag restore the roar, mm-hmm. uh, but who are a couple of those NFC teams that you think may be worth a flyer on a make the playoff type of prop? Yeah, I know you're getting four to one on Detroit. You're getting similar stuff on the Giants, the Commanders. Like one of those teams is going to make the playoffs. We just don't know which one. I agree. And, and I, I you know, I think that the, the team there, you know, I, I obviously think Detroit has a decent path. Um, but the the NFC East, if you look at it, you know Philadelphia. I think is the you know the the tweet that followed this one is this is setting up like 2017 for Philadelphia. Philadelphia in 2017 was about 40 to one to win the Super Bowl pre flop preseason, and you look at you know, what what do you have to do in the NFL to dominate when you don't have a great quarterback? You have to be great at the line of scrimmage, and the and the the Philadelphia Eagles are great both sides of the line of scrimmage. They get Hassan Reddick over from Arizona, which used previously Arizona and, and Carolina. Um, and then on the offensive side of the ball, they're great there. So I, I think the team that's going to be amazing, you know, in the NFC is going to be Philly. They're going to step in and take the positions of the aforementioned teams that are, are you know, are, are in that sort of struggling area with whether it's health or whatever. Uh, no no real injury bugs out of Philadelphia this, this fall, which is a great. I thought Miles Sanders was already hurt. They got it. They got Kenneth Gainwell still, though. Yeah. So I think they're going to be all right. But I know Sean mentioned them as well. I do think this is kind of the case for Minnesota. But another team that I think Eric is much lower on than I am. I actually kind of like them quite a bit. I think the Arizona Cardinals might be uh, a little bit of a sleeper team to potentially get out of the NFC. Um, I like them quite a bit. Obviously, Kyler Murray's been you know much maligned in the media, everything else, as far as how much he's actually putting in the work uh, watching film. But I think once they get DeAndre Hopkins back in week six, uh, you know, Marquise Hollywood Brown is going to make a pretty big impact on them as well. So I do think they could be a team uh, that could easily squeeze out of the NFC West and could definitely make some noise, potentially winning that conference, I think. All right. They, they can hold it together. Yeah. They, DeAndre got, gets they got hard knocks coming they didn't to town, look good. Too, they right? didn't look good last year when DeAndre went out. The uh, the in-season hard knocks bump is not uh, not ideal so far uh, with, the, uh, with the Colts implosion down the stretch there. All right. Final thought on the NFL. The Raiders are wrapping up a win over the uh, the Patriots, it'll be a, an unbeaten uh, preseason for the old silver and black. They are the longest shot in that loaded AFC West. Uh, what are your guys' expectations of this Raiders team this season? I think it's going to be hard for them, right? Like, I think last year they had the point differential of a seven-win team, right? Like, and down the stretch, they won their last four games, but you had, you know, a Cleveland. Three of them, they were an underdog. 
Yeah, they had the Cleveland team that was playing Nick Mullins right on a Monday or Tuesday kind of makeup game. You had you had the Indianapolis Colts who had a COVID along the, both lines of scrimmages. You had a, a Chargers team that just wants to implode down the stretch. Uh, <laughs> and, and so the Raiders kind of like lucked in, I think, to a lot of that. Um, I also think that John Gruden did a better job with Derek Carr than people give him credit for. And so Josh McDaniel is not he he's not coming up from Rich Bisaccia. He's coming up from John Gruden, who I think did a really good job with Derek Carr, even though obviously his personal things were, were unacceptable. I thought as a coach, he got the best out of Derek Carr. You know, here's, here's what's interesting with them, and I just I wanted yeah. to pull this off to make sure I'm I'm nervous about the offensive line. There have mm-hmm. been reports several NFL teams believe Raiders could trade or release Alex Alex Leatherwood. Leatherwood. You know, that's their what first round pick two years ago mm-hmm. on already what's a shaky yeah. O line. Darren Waller just fired his clutch sports because he wants a big deal. He He's still out it. with that ha- right. hamstring. Holding just, in, holding on. Yeah, whatever. I, I want to believe this is different for Josh McDaniels. I really do. Uh, they have the third hardest schedule in the NFL, too. We'll see. I, and 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 here's the thing. And we had um, uh, we we talked about the Raiders yesterday. And I think there's they went nine and eight last year, right? Or ten? They go ten, ten, and, seven. ten and seven. Ten and seven. Yep. They made the playoffs. Is it? I think there's a chance. And this was mentioned by Adam Hill, who covers the team last night, that they could be better and have a worse record. Right. right. That happens to a lot of teams. Yeah. Right? And that's, I think that's the thing also is like if you look at, you know, like their market implied power rankings, if you take out, you know, what everyone has projected them to be against the spread so far in 2022, they are like a top 10, top 11 team, right? It's just they have such a difficult schedule. They have the AFC West, you know, twice. Uh, it's going to be really difficult for them to even split with a lot of those teams in the last situation. So I do think better team, worse record is probably the most likely. Yeah, look at those last six games. Chargers, Rams. Patriots, Steelers, Niners, Chiefs. And I'll tell you this, here in Vegas, obviously they're the home team. We talked to Chris Andrews over at the South Point last night. They're just getting peppered on the over. So I, I might wait and see. This might, Is this, Eric, real quickly, because uh, I do want to get some college thoughts here for week zero. Is this a, a Washington last year situation? Remember you and I, because we mm-hmm. felt like just way too much buzz on Washington. They jumped in three three games. Is this a Las Vegas underlook because they made the playoffs, they trade for Devontae Adams, you know, all this juice to get Josh McDaniels. Is this a, a an underlook? Yeah, a lot of good quarterbacks on that schedule. An early buy, which is a big deal if you're looking for Super Bowl teams to bet in futures, look at late buys. Mm-hmm. They have an early buy in week six. Um, yeah, this is an underlook. Uh, but to your point, like the public or the, the betting public loves them. Loves them. Wait till basically 1130 Eastern uh, uh, on week one to bet the under because yeah. you're going to get the best price. If we can get a nine out there, that would be nice. You can get plus money on the under. All right, we only got three minutes to go. We got Ben Brown, Eric Eager in studio. Uh, congrats on the Argonauts, by the way. Well done. Great call by these gentlemen. Love the CFL. Week zero might as well be the CFL of the uh, college football slate. Uh, a lot of uh, unknowns. These numbers have gone crazy, moving up and down. Uh, anything jumping out to you guys based off of power ratings or expectations that you like in uh, tom- uh, tomorrow? Yeah. I do think the UConn-Utah State game is going to be really ugly, right? Like, totals basically moved down from 60, 59 and a half, down to 58 and a half a lot of spots. I do think there are some lingering 59 still out there. I don't think those teams are going to score too many touchdowns. I do think it's going to be really sloppy to start. Uh, so I think a first half total under, or if you can find, you know, an under 59.5, that's probably my ba- my favorite bet coming up here tomorrow. And I'll just say this real quickly because I, I think there's a Logan Bonner, the quarterback at Utah State. Uh, he's been banged up, yeah. and you know who they play week one? Alabama. Yeah. So look, 
these are young men. They're looking ahead. And if you're thinking about Utah State and you're playing UConn, are you going to want to show everything, even though you're a 38-and-a-half-point underdog? You, you, you want to believe. You want to have a couple things with that there. So I, I don't disagree with that. UConn, that number's actually moved down a little bit. Uh, there's been a couple really big movers. Uh, Nebraska's now. That actually's come down a little bit. Uh, Sean, you've been all over New Mexico State. That number's down to eight I have a question in some for spots. the guys. What would you do with this game? It New opened, Mexico State, Nevada? Yeah, yeah, open what, 14 and 14 a half? 14 and a half, yeah. Now it's down to what? Eight, eight and a half. Eight, eight and a half. I mean, at this point, obviously they put a bad number up initially. Yeah. Would you still lay the points, or would you be kind of, if I'm going to play it, bet New Mexico State money line? I mean, I think you have to respect the line move, right? Like, so I don't know necessarily if I'd lay it. There, There's obviously a buy point for every one of those No, plays. I'm talking about taking the dog. Yeah, take that, yeah, but at that point you're just not getting the best of it, right? Like right. you're, I mean, but at eight and a half you're looking at a one, you know, one plus score game. New Mexico State was one of those teams again, ba- barely played in the fall of 2020 yep. at all. Played in the spring, got shellacked early last year. The data for them is kind of sketchy. I in those situations I generally tend to trust the betting market and what they're doing because they tend to know more. Yeah, I mean that's the wisdom of the crowds. They know more. Eight and a half, it just depends upon whether or not you you think that you know, you're willing to take that. You obviously would have wanted to have 14. Right. I'm saying at this point, should you just bet on money line? So I would say this from a macro perspective. One of the biggest things that's helped my college football betting has been taking money line dogs more so than focusing on spreads in those situations. So right, a those... plus eight and a half point spread, those numbers don't matter as much. We do see a lot more of those teams win at the college level. Uh, so I think adding that in, getting the plus money on those things is uh, a much better approach overall. And if you think Nevada is going to be that bad, look at week one. That line is up. They host Texas State. That's a that's a six-point spread. Yeah. If they come out and look like what we expect them to look like against the worst team in F- FBS, that number is going to be gone. Gentlemen, thank you very Appreciate much. You. Eric Eager, Ben Brown, PFF is where you check out all their content. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.